everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled and riveting episode of Wakey Wakey Megs and Bakey. I'm your host, Megs. Today is not going to be a very long topic, but it is indeed a very important topic, and it is narcissism. You might be wondering, what does narcissism have to do with anything, Megan? Isn't this show all about nice people and the nice things people do? Well, yes, but narcissism is important to discuss for a few different reasons. First of all, a lot of becoming more in tune with our spiritual side and with our higher self is trusting our intuition. One thing that narcissists will do if we allow them to is get us to uh, second guess ourselves and get us to think that we're crazy and basically steer us in the opposite direction of where we're trying to go. So I feel like it's really important that we talk about that. And, you know, make sure that maybe some of you out there that haven't had the oh-so-fortunate experience of dealing with a narcissistic person that you actually know what the signs are and you don't allow yourself to get wrapped up with anybody that demonstrates those really terrible behaviors that can ultimately hurt you in the end. Um, Because people that are narcissistic will try to hurt you. Uh, And so, um, although we are raising our vibration with this show and limiting the occurrences of having people with lower vibrations uh, walk into our lives and gravitate towards us, it is very highly possible that you might have somebody in your life right now that you just don't realize is narcissistic um, and that might already be kind of derailing your progress a little bit and you just don't even know it. Or it's possible that you might work with somebody that demonstrates these behaviors. And as we've talked about in past episodes, we cannot control who we work with. That is one thing that it does kind of pose a dilemma in our lives from time to time and definitely tests us and what we're capable of. Um, Because, you know, outside of work, you can always control who you are around, for the most part, anyways. And, yeah, so work is probably where you might encounter this kind of behavior. But nonetheless, that's what we want to talk about today and make sure to kind of put it out there, what some of the signs are to be looking for some of the behaviors, that kind of thing. But first, I want to kick us off with an affirmation. This is also from the Wholeness Cards uh, Salvage Sawhorse deck. And today's affirmation is, drumroll please, I trust my inner voice. Boom! That couldn't be any more in line with what we're going to talk about today. And I may or may not have picked that. Um, not at random. (laughs) We all have this inner wisdom within ourselves. It's just that a lot of times we suppress it or we, you know, we question it a lot. You know, oh, I could be wrong or I don't know, something just doesn't feel right, but I don't know, it's probably nothing. No, that's your intuition trying to tell you that something isn't right. And if we actually tap into that power a little bit more, and we allow ourselves to go more off of what our gut is telling us to do, we would honestly all be so unstoppable. But all of that first has to come from truly believing deep down within the core of your being that your gut is not going to steer you wrong. 
And you know, there are going to be times where maybe your gut isn't entirely accurate, but there's still a reason why it's giving you mixed signals at times. There's still a reason why something doesn't feel right at times. Maybe it's just more about learning what it was you were supposed to be looking out for, but there was still something present there. Either way, listen to your inner voice because it will not steer you wrong. It is there to help you. It's there to guide you. And the more and more that you stop to listen to it, the more and more you're, you'll grow to have that intuition. And um, the more and more narcissists can't touch you. So that's what today's about, though. So I want to talk about narcissism. Uh, I did mention earlier kind of why that is such a big deal to me. And I want to give you guys a couple of things to look out for. So that you know when you are amongst a narcissist. A lot of you probably already know. I mean, I feel that most of us have dealt with at least one in our lifetime. Listen closely because I'm going to tell you some of the things that they are notorious for doing. First and foremost, somebody that is narcissistic is not ever going to take the blame for anything. If they ever seem to take the blame, it's usually in the form of, well, I mean, yeah, I guess that I, it's always just my fault, isn't it? It's never them actually apologizing for anything that they've done. It's always just them trying to kind of throw it right back at you. Like you're the one that's in the wrong, no matter what they did. So honestly, I'm going to tell you guys not to get too far off track here, but what made me think to do this narcissism um, episode was actually a radio show that I listen to um, almost on a daily basis. There's there's a show um, that's called The Jubal Show. And for any of you guys that have not ever heard of it, they do this thing called uh, War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater. And it's where these husbands or these wives or, you know, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever, they call into the show with suspicions that their significant other is cheating on them. And then Jubal will actually call their significant other pretending to be a flower shop or pretending to be, you know, whatever. They kind of change it depending on what that person would be most most likely to kind of fall for. So he will say something like, Oh yeah, I've got these roses. You can send them to whoever you want uh, and a card and then um, he'll fish a name out of them. Nine times out of ten, they are cheating, which is really unfortunate. But one thing that I have noticed that is a major pattern on that show is that whoever it is that gets caught cheating will usually try to backpedal like crazy and not take responsibility for what it was that they just got caught doing. It'll be a lot of, um, I never said that. No, she's just a friend. Oh, no. Oh, you didn't hear that. No, I didn't say that. No, you're taking it the wrong way. Completely just gaslighting and turning it around on the other person. There was one episode in particular where I literally was angered. And I don't even know this guy or this girl or anything. But they literally played the recording back to him of him saying that, oh, I had the most romantic evening with you, yada, yada, um, while he was on this supposed golf trip with his buddies. He was really with this girl. 
and he sent her the roses, all this stuff, and he even spelt her name out. Like when they asked her what the girl's name was, he spelled it out. And then he tried to backpedal and say, oh no, I I didn't say a girl's name. No, I was, the girl's name was like Yana or I don't remember what it was. But it was something that you could, I guess, possibly mistake for somebody stuttering. But um, he tried to play that angle and say, oh no, I didn't say a name. I was just, I was just stuttering. No, mofo, you weren't stuttering. You also said that you had the most romantic evening. How is that stuttering? Like, that's what you wanted to put on the card. So he he just sat there telling her, oh, are you sure you haven't had too much to drink? I didn't say that. And even though there was literally five people sitting there witness to this whole entire thing going down, he says, you're all just crazy. You're all crazy. I never said that. And then he's telling the girl that she takes too many pills and she drinks a lot and all this stuff. Totally backpedaling, trying to make her sound like she's a crazy one. Trying to make her sound like she's making it all up in her head. And all the while, everybody else heard it too. So you're meaning to tell me that five people versus one? That the five people are the crazy ones and you're the only one that's sane? No. You are gaslighting like a mofo and thinking that you're going to get away with it. So this girl, I actually felt really bad for her. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, oh my gosh, how often does he do this to you? Because to me, I'm sorry, that's a form of abuse. Whether you agree with me or you don't, I think that's an abusive behavior because you are literally intentionally trying to make this other person feel like they are crazy for your own gain. So that you can get away with something that you know is wrong. And you would rather make that person feel like they're losing it than to actually own up to what you did wrong. So <laughs> I'm hoping, of course, this is a radio show, so I don't know how that whole thing turned out. I'm really hoping that that girl left him in her rearview mirror and never looked back. But you never know. Sometimes narcissists have a way of smooth talking things over and working their way back into their lives. But I guess if that's the case, you know, all the luck in the world to that woman. Uh, I really hope that that's not what happened. But that really got me thinking about this episode because just the way that he made her question her own sanity, you know, it made me think back to all the times whenever I was um, dating the guy that I dated when I was younger that um, I've mentioned him once before, but he was not a very nice guy. Uh, that's besides the whole point. But he would gaslight me a lot and make me feel like I was crazy or try to, I should say. The thing is, it didn't work. <laughs> I I never actually allowed it to work. Um, he was totally not knowing what he was working against. But um, I I know that he would try to do that. And I would just be like, um, who's the crazy one here? Because um, it's not me. I know exactly what you said. I know exactly what you did. I'm not stupid. And I'm sure as hell not going to fall for that. So you might as well just own up to whatever you said because I'm not backing down off of this. And 
but it didn't stop him from trying. It didn't stop him from still trying to tell me that I was a crazy one and all this stuff. I mean, there's a reason why that's a past relationship because I got sick of it and was like, no, this is not working for me. Later, motherfucker. And here we are. I'm happily married for going on five years now. Been with my husband for seven and he doesn't gaslight me. He actually validates my feelings. Um, anyways, I didn't mean to get too off track. I just couldn't help but think back to that guy and just how he would do that to me and how anytime I had an interest of any kind, he would always find a way to take the excitement out of it for me, kind of take the wind out of my sails to where I just wanted to give up on whatever that endeavor was. And that is why I feel it's important to bring up this narcissism to you guys because if you find yourselves on any kind of path of trying to improve yourself or be better, be happier, if you are with somebody that's narcissistic or if you have friends that are narcissistic, whatever the case, you might find yourself in that boat where they are trying to make something seem unappealing to you, something that's important to you. You know, say this podcast, if I would have been with you know, what's his nuts at the time when I wanted to start this podcast, there's a very good chance that I would have never started it because he would have found a way to make it seem like I wasn't going to be good enough to do it or that I couldn't handle it or whatever the case, he would have just had some kind of negative feedback that would have nagged and nagged at me and made me not even want to bother. And that is why I wanted to tell all my listeners and make all of you guys aware that there are people like this out in the world. I'm sure a lot of you already know, as I said, but for those of you that don't, you have to be able to scope these people out and not let them get to you, not let them deter you from what it is you want, not let them second guess yourself, because if you allow them to, they will take that and run with it every single time. So things to look out for. They won't take ownership over anything that they've done wrong, and they will also try to talk you out of doing anything that will promote your own self-growth. Now, let's talk a little bit more about that one, shall we? Because we only barely just scratched the surface on that. So what I mean when I say that they will make things that you want to do seem unappealing is that when you ask them their opinion, that's your first thing you're doing wrong. You ask them for their opinion because as your partner or your friend or whatever support they are to you in your life, you hope that they would tell you, oh no, I think that's a great idea. I think you should go for it and encourage you to move towards that goal, not away from it. But in turn, what they actually will do is they will either A, tell you that they don't think it's a good idea or B, they will tell you it's a good idea, but oh, you should do it this way though. And then they give you all these suggestions of ways that you should do it and basically change what it was you were actually originally wanting to do and make it more about them. And then when you tell them, oh, well, I was kind of thinking more like this, and then they give you feedback like, well, I don't think that's going to work out or I don't think people will like that. You might be thinking that I am not sure about what I'm talking about. But I have actually had this experience with a few different people in my lifetime where they basically were telling me to change things to the point where it wasn't even what I wanted to do anymore. So I never wanted to talk about it with them. 
And I also think that's why it's important if you're not sure where you stand with somebody or you're not sure how somebody's going to react. If you have something in your sights that you aim to achieve, do not talk about it with them. I mean, I, I know that we all want to seek some sort of support from people, but if you don't think that you are going to get a helpful response from somebody, don't share with them. Just do what you want to do and show them the final product and don't ask for their advice. Because if you open up that door for them to give you advice, it is very likely uh, that they will at least try to tell you something that's going to make you not even want to bother. And so I feel that that is a really important thing to look out for. I feel like those are two major important things to look out for. Narcissism, we could talk about that for 10 episodes, but those are the two main things that I really want you guys to know about because they can derail you when you are on your journey of trying to be more spiritual and happier and more positive. There's a very good chance that any narcissism that you are experiencing in your current life you already are aware of. You're already aware of people that are narcissistic. You're already aware of their tendencies. I would just strongly advise to keep those people at an arm's length, at least while you are in your transition to being more positive and to more being more mindful before you allow them to come around more because they can really throw a wrench in things. And, you know, just like with anything else in life, it's only going to affect you as much as you allow it to. But I feel like for me personally, I don't know that I would have had the strength to put up with somebody like that when I was just starting out with all of this. Um, I don't know if it would have really been beneficial to me to have anybody like that supposedly looking like they're in my corner, but not really being in my corner. It could have really changed a lot about where, I, where I'm where i at today. I could handle it now, but now I just wouldn't want to. <laughs> so anyways, that is all I have for you guys today when it comes to narcissism. Those are the two key things that I want you guys to look out for so that you don't get derailed on your path to what you're doing with your life. On to the next portion of the show. I want to talk about recommendations. So I know last episode, I actually never gave you guys a recommendation because the topic itself was a little longer. But today's recommendation is The Secret. I've mentioned it in past episodes and I tell people about it in my, you know, real life, uh, <laughs> real life. By real life, I mean outside of the podcast, just like in conversations with people. I will mention the secret and I'll tell people that they should try to get, try to watch it. At least watch the documentary version of it first. Unfortunately, it is no longer on Netflix. I just learned that recently when I tried to get my friend to go on there and watch it and it was not there. Um, but it is from what I'm told on YouTube and I know for a fact that you can rent it or purchase it on Amazon Prime. So I highly recommend this documentary because it's by Rhonda Burns, and she has a whole entire series of books that breaks everything down so much better than I ever could and explains it in a way that just makes a lot of sense. I know that for me, when I started out on my more spiritual path, I actually started by listening to her books and incorporating the things that she talks about in my everyday life. 
but she um, provides a lot of insight into how we can stay positive and not allow, you know, the outside noise to kind of take over and get to us, which is something that um, I feel just unfortunately happens from time to time. Right now, I've been letting some of that outside noise kind of get to me in my work life and I really need to watch The Secret again to kind of put myself back down on earth and remember why I am doing the things that I'm doing and to not let anything derail that. Um, but yes, I highly recommend this to anybody. It is definitely worth the $3.99 or whatever it is on Amazon Prime. Honestly, if there's an option to purchase, which I'm pretty sure there is, I would just purchase it because you're going to want to watch it again. There's no doubt about that. You're going to want to watch it again when you feel like some of your inspiration may have worn off a little bit and you need a little pick-me-up. You'll be wanting to hit play on that thing again. So make sure that you check it out or that you listen to the books and let me know what you thought. I'm really interested to hear your guys' thoughts on that whole series or at least if anything else, on the documentary. All right, moving on. It is time for the crystal of the week. This week, we are going to talk about amethyst. So the chakra that amethyst helps with is your third eye and your crown. It helps with intuition and insight, insomnia, safe travel, connecting to higher self and the divine, creativity, manifestation, stress and anxiety, nightmares, and addiction. It works with citrine and clear quartz, and um, some of the ways that you can use it is you can either tape it to the bottom side of the head of your bed or put it on the bedside table to help fight insomnia and to ward off nightmares and help you remember your dreams. Amethyst is definitely a good one to keep in your collection. Um, especially if you are new to owning crystals, I think that amethyst is definitely one of your core crystals that you should have. Um, and definitely one of the first ones that you should purchase. I have a lot of amethyst. Amethyst is one of those crystals that I just never stop buying. (laughs) It's like, no matter how many I have, I never have enough. And one day, one day when I have manifested, my beautiful dream house, and I have a little bit of cash money to spend. I am going to buy like one of those huge ones that you see like at gift shops and stuff that has its own stand and it's just like a big ass geode of it. Yeah, that is what I am going to have someday and I cannot wait because they are just so freaking pretty and their energy is just crazy. Yeah, gotta have amethyst. I love amethyst. Moving on. So today, uh, for a card that I want to read to you guys, I'm also going to be reading from the Soul Truth deck that I have again. And today's card says, what am I waiting for? Someone else to do it for me? And it's elaboration. Are you waiting on someone else before you can take the big leap? What if you were to take your own life into your own hands and forge your own unique path? Put your heart into action and ask yourself what risk you can you take to move toward your dreams. Make a decision and do it. No more waiting for others. Do it scared. Take the leap. Today's soul action. No more thinking, only doing. Be brave and you will discover what you are really made of. Yeah, so I think this is a really good one to read 
especially considering what we talked about with narcissists earlier. What are we waiting on for them to tell us that they are okay with what we're going to do? No, no, we're going to do it ourselves. So I think that's a really powerful card because how many times in our lives have we just waited on somebody else to kind of give us the okay or to help us or whatever? Like, I mean, even for this podcast, I'm just going to be honest. There was a few things that I was waiting for that I never got. Like I asked people to help me with certain aspects of it. And um, I understand people are busy with their own lives. So I just took it upon myself to find my own logo and find my own jingle and all that stuff. And um, I stopped waiting for others to help me with that. And that's nothing against the people that I asked to help me. It's just I knew that they have their own things going on and I had my timeline and I needed to just take care of things. So I figured it out. I made my own logo and I found a jingle. I figured it all out. So don't let little things like that derail you from doing the things that you want to do. Don't be waiting on other people because you'll be waiting forever. You have to figure things out on your own and do things in your own time. And speaking of time, that is all I have for you guys today, folks. Thank you, as always, for listening to my new episode of Wakey Wakey Megs and Bakey. And if you like what you hear, please make sure to rate and follow and, you know, leave your five-star review, all that stuff. And, yeah, make sure you're telling all your friends and your family about the show. And I love that you guys have been supporting it. And I've got my loyal followers that listen every week. And uh, without fail, I appreciate every single one of you guys for supporting that and really sustaining the show during these times where I just haven't really made an effort to advertise or anything. You guys are awesome and mean the world to me. So keep being you and until next week, see ya.